We want to thank you today for joining us at Truth Chapel's podcast. I pray this word would bring you life. I pray that it would edify you, encourage you, and enlighten you. If you have a moment, please subscribe and leave us a review. We will be so grateful. God bless, and let this word speak to your heart today. Psalms 126, if you have it, just shout, I got it. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord hath done great things for them. The Lord hath done great things for us. Wherefore, we are glad. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth bringing precious seed. Somebody say precious seed. Shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Today, if you allow me for just a little bit, I, I've been telling you all service, I, there's a preach in me today. So if you'll preach with me, I believe God's going to do some amazing things in this house today. Will you, will you preach with me today? I want to preach to you about the precious seeds of pain. The precious seeds of pain. Will you pray with me today? God, I love you. I'm so thankful for what I feel in this house. And I'm so thankful for what you're about to do. I'm so thankful for what you've already done, but what you're about to do, Lord. I pray that every yoke would be broken. I pray that every chain would be crumpled at the feet of those who are bound right now. I pray, Lord, that today your spirit would move in this house. Today I cancel the assignment of the enemy and I pray that there will be freedom in this house, freedom to believe, freedom to have faith. And I pray in the name of Jesus that we would not just be hearers of this word, but somebody would be a doer of this word today and we'll be so careful to give you praise, glory, and honor. Would you clap your hands unto the Lord? Somebody shout in Jesus' name. And you may be seated. Thank you for standing with us today. The book of John chapter 12 and verse 24, Jesus is speaking to his disciples. He's giving them a, a principle, a parable. And in the middle of this parable, he makes a very profound statement. And then it's, 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 it's very calm, very simple, but so profound. Uh, we, we totally understand it. We get it. But when Jesus makes this statement, it brings so much light to it. It brings so much revelation to it it brings so much illumination to it it's like we know this but the way you said it it just brings it to life for us is what he said he said in John 12 and 24 except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die it abideth alone but if it die it bringeth forth much fruit how amazing is that such a simple concept that we all understand that unless a seed be sown, nothing can come out of it. Nothing can profit it. It's just a seed in your hand. A seed in your hand is nothing. It's not even a meal. But if you will sow the seed and the seed will die, it takes death to bring fruit. If the seed will die, then it will bring forth much fruit. This is Jesus talking in the book of John, and it's so, it's so simple, but it's also so revelatory. It, it makes us think, man, wow, this is, this is so important that a seed must be sown in the ground for any importance to be dealt with it. It, it, it. A seed must be sown for it to have power. It cannot have power until you sow it. 
Psalms 126, uh, really just reading about the concept of seeds and, and uh, you know, a lot of times when I'm studying for a message or I'm, I'm thinking about a word or I'm thinking about uh, uh, a theology or, or something, uh, 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 an orthodoxy, uh, a righteous way of believing because I believe that what we believe determines what, how we behave. Amen. Belief. Belief will instruct and direct behavior. And uh, a lot of times when I'm studying for a word, I like to just do a word search. I just like throw a word in my search engine on my Bible app or on my computer. I'll throw a word in and I'll pull it up and see how many times the Bible uses it, different, different uh, places it uses and different instances it uses it and, and different contexts that it uses it in. And one of the most common places that we uh, refer to when we're talking about seed is they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. That that famous scripture from Psalms 126. It is, it is a famous scripture. It has been preached out many times. It has been put on banners and coffee mugs and t-shirts. And, and, and we've preached about it time and time again. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. And he that goeth forth and weep, weepeth bearing precious seed uh, shall doubtless come again rejoicing bringing in the sheaves. If you'll cry with the seed. God will give you the sheaves. And these two scriptures, Psalms 126, 5 and 6, are overly used and overly preached, and rightly so. They are good scriptures that edify and educate, illuminate, and, 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 and they will revolutionize your life. If you understand this concept of sowing in tears and reaping in joy, it may cost you, but you will reap in joy. You, 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 may, you may cry while you're doing it, but, but, but you will reap in joy. These, these, the context of this scripture is so amazing that if you know me very well and you've been at Truth Chapel for a while, you know I'm always like, you know what? If you really want to see what God's talking about, you got to read before and after. You know, it's easy for us to pull a scripture out and just say, this is what it is. This is what it's talking about. This is, this is the, 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 the context of it. But, but when you really look at what's surrounding it, it, it brings so much more illumination. It's like we've been preaching for years that, you know, uh, give and it shall be given. Press down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. We've been preaching that. that, that that's been about money for years. We've been preaching that about money. But if you go back and you put that scripture in context, it ain't talking about money. It's talking about grace. When you give grace to people, God's talking about having mercy for your neighbor, having grace for your brother. And if you give grace, grace will be given to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. It, it brings a whole other context to it. And so, just like I normally do, I try to put things in context. I said, man, you know, sowing and, and reaping and seed and sheaves. What is this chapter about? And when you go to Psalms 126 and 1, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. This isn't talking about agriculture. It's talking about captivity. This scripture is not about sowing and reaping. It's about captivity. It begins with captivity. And the psalmist writes, when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion. And I don't put the word again in there because if you do a, a search and you understand the word again is added 
by the writers. It's not original to the text. Uh, if you begin coming to Truth Chapel for a while, you know I'm very biblical. I like to be biblical. And a lot of times you got to dig a little deeper to understand what it's saying. And, and what, 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 the, what the writer is saying here is that the Lord turned the captivity of Zion. And it was like we were dreaming. He said, he said, the Lord turned our captivity and we couldn't even believe it. The Lord turned it. And we were like them that dream. It was, it was like a dream. We thought we were going to wake up any moment and this wasn't even going to be true. Somebody pinch me because the Lord turned it. Is there anybody in the house that has a testimony that the Lord turned it? And you can't even imagine what God has done for you. You can't even believe where you're at right now. There's somebody in the room that has a testimony. I should have been dead and gone, but the Lord turned it. Oh, I wish I could talk to a few people in the room today that was about to commit suicide, but the Lord turned it. I wish there was somebody in the room. You thought you'd never make it out, but the Lord turned it. The Lord turned it, and I couldn't even believe it. Brother Q, I know your story, and I know the Lord turned it for you, and you can't even imagine what God has brought you into. You can't even believe what the Lord has done for you. Brother George, I know your story, but the Lord turned it, and you're dreaming right now. You got a beautiful wife, beautiful kids, money in the bank, a car, a beautiful home. I can't even believe. It's like I'm dreaming. I'm just going to preach this message today. I, I, I taught at 10. If you wanted to hear me teach, you should have come at 10. But my teaching is over. I'm preaching now because the Lord turned it and it was like I was dreaming. Somebody pinched me. I almost, I, it's like I might wake up at any moment. I, I thought I would have been dead. I, I thought I would have died in that hospital room. I thought it would have took me out. I, I thought she'd have left a long time ago. I thought he'd have left a long time ago. I thought I'd never make it out. But the Lord turned it. The psalmist said, I, I got a song in my mouth. I, I got a praise in my mouth because the Lord turned it. And I was like, it's like I was dreaming. No way it could be this good. No, I messed up so bad. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go. Me, 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 me. I was glad when they said unto me, do you know what I did? Do you know where I've been? Have you seen the skeletons in my closet? I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. Oh, and I got news for somebody here today. You may be facing the most craziest thing you've ever faced in your life, but I serve a God that can turn it. Look around this room and look at the testimonies. I serve a God that can turn it. I serve a God that one day you could be one way and the next day it could be like a dream. I serve a God that can turn it around. I serve a God that can make it right. I serve a God that can pick you up, turn you around, and place your feet. I come to testify today. I feel like the psalmist. It's like a dream. It's like I couldn't even imagine it. He turned it. Give somebody a high five and tell them the Lord turned it. It wasn't me, it wasn't my skill, it wasn't my ability, it wasn't my smarts, it wasn't my money, it wasn't my bank account. The Lord turned it. It had to be God. Nobody else could have brought me out of drugs like that. Nobody else could have brought. It had to be God. The Lord turned it. Hey. Most of us standing in this room today because the Lord turned it. 
The devil tried to take us out, tried to kill us, tried to kill our kids, tried to destroy our marriage, tried to take our money. But God said, no way. God said, no. And the Lord turned it. And it was like I was dreaming. Hey, I wake up every morning saying, my. Let me tell you, let me tell you. Let me tell you, this is personal to me. Because when me and my wife and kids came home last week from vacation, oh, we had a good time. A week at the beach on the, on the ocean. Got lost at the ocean. I'll tell you about it later. Got lost at sea. Came home. We were so happy. My wife got out of the car. She said, babe, I hear something running. I listened. I said, I hear it too. Went in the house. Sink in the pantry blew out. Water been running in my house for, for probably at least a week. My wood floor all buckled up. Brand new. Brand new. I mean, about every 10 or 15 years, you want to remodel, but not two years. I just, I, just, I just put that in there. So we called the insurance company, and it was, you know, it, 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 it was bad, but when the insurance company got worse, they started ripping out wood, ripped my whole pantry out. Y'all don't know how long it took me to get that pantry looking like that. It just ripped it out. Ripped the wood up off the floor, water everywhere. Amanda got a beautiful island, ripped the island out. Bust the marble up. Can't use that no more. I'm just sitting there thinking, Lord. I don't want to cuss no more. Y'all, y'all, I'm being transparent. Y'all can be saved if you want to. I was like, Lord, hold my, hold my mule. I got something to say. Why? Just struggling. And then yesterday, I'm just sitting in my room, and we realizing that now we got to totally move out of the main level, got to move downstairs, that all the wood has to be refinished, and the whole, we just did this. We just like, Lord, we got to order pods, we got to move, our whole life is in, is in disarray right now. We sitting in the room, and Amanda's talking about stuff we got to do, and I'm talking about stuff we got to do, and stuff that ain't right, and I said, you know what, we got healthy kids. I just got tired of talking about, I mean... You know what? We got cars in the driveway. You know what? I ain't got no kind of cancer, no diabetes, no nothing. I feel good. I went to the gym and worked out. I'm mobile. I'm, I'm above ground. We can, we can complain all we want to. But listen, I got a praise in my, because I know where I could have been. I know what could have happened. But the Lord said he turned it. And you know what he's going to do? The Lord's going to turn this too. Because he's a turner. He turns it around. What the devil meant for bad, God made it good. I'm going to preach some of y'all happy because you're sad. I'm going to preach you happy today. Because the devil's trying to tell you that this is how it's always going to be. But the Lord sent this preacher today to tell you he will turn it. He'll turn it. Wow. I'm not going to sit here and talk about everything that's bad. We'll be here too long. It's, it's, it's too long. So let me tell you that God's good. He kept me today. I, I turned on the hot water. It was hot. I didn't sleep in the rain last night. Didn't sleep in the tent by the, down by the river. I had a nice bed, laid in the bed. I know that the fans in there and the, all the conditions were running all night long. But the Lord let me sleep. Sweet sleep. Got up early. Got to the church. Said, Lord, thank you for another day. Thank you for another Sunday. It's like I was dreaming. Like I was dreaming. Uh, he said, the Lord turned it, and we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. 
<laughs> Some of y'all just got to laugh sometimes. I told him, I'm going to preach you happy today. Some of y'all just need to get a laugh in your spirit. <laughs> you thought you was going to kill me. <laughs> you thought you was going to take my family. <laughs> you thought I was going to bust hell wide open. <laughs> but <laughs> Somebody just laugh right now. The devil tried to kill you years ago, but you still have. <laughs> Tried to mess me up, tried to turn me around, but the Lord filled my mouth with laughter. The enemy tried to fill my mouth with complaint, but God filled my mouth with laughter. <laughs> my mouth is filled with laughter. <laughs> yeah, he tried to destroy me, but <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. I know some of y'all not where you want to be, but thank God you're not where you used to be. You ought to laugh. <laughs> I made it. I made it to another Sunday. I made it. Mama. You're trying to mess with my mind. Trying to ruin my life. But I made it through. I made it out. The Lord filled my mouth with laughter. He turned it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He filled my mouth with laughter. And on our tongue with singing. Hey. I had a song in my heart. The devil tried to kill me, tried to take me out, but he did it. He made a way. Oh, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. For all the things he has done. With his love, he has raised me. With his power, he has raised to God be the glory. He put a song in my heart. He put a song in my spirit. I got to sing, sing a new song to the Lord. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus washed all my sins away. We didn't come here today to sing because we wanted to be pretty. We came here to sing because God turned it. We came to sing because he kept me. We came to sing because he saved me. We came to sing. He put laughter in my heart. And they said, put that scripture there, I think it's verse 3. No, verse 2. And they said among the heathen, the enemy said, the Lord hath done great things for them. For he has done great things. 
the Lord gonna turn it so much that the enemy that tried to kill you will say God has done many great things for them God's gonna bless you so much that your family members that don't even want to come to church go say I got to go see what's going on at True Chapel because God has done great things And then he said, in verse 3, he said, For the Lord hath done great things for us. He said, the heathen knows it, but I know it too. I, I, I know that he done great things for me. The enemy can see it, but I can see it too. See, here's the problem sometimes is that the, on the outside, we can all see how blessed you are. We just waiting for you to realize how blessed you are. Oh, sometimes my office is filled up with people who say, I got this, I got that, I got that. And I'm sitting there thinking, you don't even know how blessed you are. Everybody around you can see how blessed you are. Everybody around you can see how good you have it. Everybody around you can see how blessed your family is, how healthy your family is, how good you got it. You don't even know. The enemy already knows how blessed you are. When are you going to realize how blessed you are? Because when you realize how blessed you are, God will put a laugh in your spirit. <laughs> he brought me out. <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Then he prayed, the psalmist prayed a prayer. He prayed a prayer, verse, verse four. He said, turn the word again. Let me, I'm just, I'm just going to do a little bit of Bible study for you. The word again does not appear here. Doesn't appear here. And either, either time. In the original text, he says, turn our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. What do you, now, the word again sometimes is confusing because it seems like that the, that the psalmist is saying, Lord, bring us back to captivity. That's not what he's saying. I've read all the commentaries on this. I've done the homework so you could not do it. But please, check me. Go look for it yourself. Just Google it. Biblehub.com. Go check it out. I'll give you all my secrets. He said, turn our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. The prayer is this, Lord, use this captivity to fill us up like the streams. See, the streams in the south, if you, if you do the research here, the streams in the south, they dry up during summertime. In the hot months, the streams in the south, they dry up because everything in the high places becomes solid. The higher it is, the colder it is. And everything in the high place. Now you may say, it ain't cold over there. I spent a year over there, baby. It gets cold. And I spent a year in the mountains of Iraq. Very close to where this Bible was written. And I, I, I've been through all these seasons. And when it's summertime, it's hot, 120 degrees. But when the fall and the winter come, when the fall and the winter come in, in, in that place of the earth, it's really not cold during the day, but it gets really cold at night. And it won't even rain, but you'll wake up in the morning and there'll be water in little streams. And you're thinking, where did the water come from? 
Well, the, the high places melted and released it to the streams in the south. And so what the, what the, what the psalmist is saying, Lord, let our captivity turn, because the Lord already turned it. He said, but Lord, now turn the captivity like the streams in the south. We went through a season of dry. But Lord, I pray that you'll turn this thing around and you'll fill us again. You know what he's saying? He's saying, I want it all back. Everything you took from me, I want it back. All the water that's gone, I want it back. Lord, let this captivity Can I tell somebody in the house today, let this preacher preach to you for just a second. I don't care what the enemy took from you, what is about to come, what is about to happen. I prophesy in the name of Jesus by the power and the authority of the word of God. If you'll step into this today, I promise you that what the devil meant for evil, God is going to turn it and fill you. The bank shall overflow. The stream shall overflow. The water's coming back. It's coming back. You want to high five somebody and tell them it's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. The high places have to release it. It has to release it. It's got to let it go. Are you ready? I finally got to my message. Here we go. In the middle of all this, in the middle of all this, he says, almost like, it's almost like the man jumped out of the conversation and jumped into a whole new conversation. He says, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. What are you talking about? We're talking about turning it. God brought me out, put laughter in my mouth, put a song in my heart. The enemy knew I was blessed. I knew I was blessed. Lord, turn it around. Let it be for good. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. This is an agricultural message. He has not changed the conversation. You see, he's still talking about the same thing. The precious seed that he's talking about was the seed of captivity. The precious seed that he's speaking about is the precious seed of pain. He said, when we were in captivity, we were in tears. But we didn't realize that unless a grain of wheat fall to the ground and die. You see, the enemy, the enemy put us in the dirt, buried us. Buried us beneath our shame. Buried us beneath our hurt. Buried us beneath our wounded. Anybody want to preach? The enemy tried to bury us. Bury us beneath our inadequacy. Bury us beneath our past. Bury us beneath our addiction. He tried to bury us. The captivity tried to bury us. And it brought tears. But I come to tell somebody what the enemy didn't realize is when he was burying you, he was getting you in the right place. I come to preach to some folks you've been going through, you've been struggling, you've been fighting, and the enemies put you down. You're so dark. It's so dark right now. It's so dark you can't see your way out. But can I preach you up out of your seat and tell you 
that there is a joy coming in the morning. The enemy tried to bury me, bury me in my addiction, bury me in my loss, bury me in my pain, bury me in my tears, but it put me in the right place because when you sow in tears, you shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed. Can I tell you that what you lost was precious? Can I tell you that what, what, what was taken from you was precious? Can I tell you the joy that the enemy took from you was precious? Can I speak to some people and tell you that the ministry that the devil's trying to take from you right now is precious? Can I tell you that the family that you lost was precious? Can I tell you that the joy that the enemy ripped from your hands was precious? Can I tell you that the baby you lost was precious? Can I tell you that the pain you endured was precious but can I tell you that what you lost was just seed <laughs> I know you don't want to see it that way but this preacher came to preach to you a message today that might not fit right in your category but I come to tell you like the psalmist the psalmist knew that the captivity no matter how bad it was was seed because while we were in captivity we grew Oh yeah, this psalmist, this psalmist is talking about the captivity of Babylon. But there's another guy who knows about captivity. His name is Pharaoh. He put them jokers in chains. And the Bible says the more that he put his foot on them, the more they grew. They waxed stronger and stronger and stronger. Can I tell you, you wouldn't even be here today if you didn't go through the pain that you suffered. You wouldn't even have the Holy Ghost today if you didn't go through some pain. But I come to tell you that the precious seeds of pain are about to, to sprout. Hey. I want to tell you that the precious seeds of pain are taking root they're taking root and you're about to bear much fruit you're about to bear much you can't see it right now because it's under the ground you can't you feel like i'm dying i'm dying this is killing me but can i tell you that what you feel is right it is true you are dying you're dying to self. You're dying to your flesh. You're dying to your brokenness. And you're about to come alive again. The enemy buried your seed, but God is about to put sheaves in your Somebody ought to wave the sheave right now. Wave it, wave it, wave it. God's about to put laughter in your mouth. I said God's about to put laughter in your mouth. God's about to put praise. We want to thank you again for joining us on the Truth Chapel podcast. May you have a blessed day and walk in the favor of the Lord.